Lisa, what happened to you? I kicked the TV and sprained my ankle. Why? I was watching the new Revlon commercial and they discontinued my nail polish. <laughs> that was a dumb thing to do. Oh, and where were you, Miss Pretty Pants, when I needed that advice? Lisa, this is terrible. I feel awful. Oh, don't worry about it, Byron. I'll be okay. Yeah, but can you dance on that ankle? Well, the doctor said there's a chance. A chance? Well, I can't take that chance. I mean, I really want to win this contest. Byron, what do you say? I'm going to have to go with my backup duty garrison. How could you do that to me? Hey, let's pants them. <laughs> you better start running now, punk, or there's going to be a full moon. Yeah, don't show your face around here again. Hold me back, Slater. Hold me back. No one hurts my woman. He's a fool, Lisa. You're hot no matter what. You're strange, but thanks. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, y'all, to the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. This is a conversation about representation in comics and related media. I am your host, your illustrious host, Mr. Rain Coleman, and today we will be discussing one Miss Lisa Marie Turtle. All right, all right. So, for those of you who don't know, Lisa is a amazing, wonderful young girl. She's been a part of my life for quite some time. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, welcome back. This is the new season of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. I'm happy to be with y'all. Thank you all for coming back. Please, before getting into this episode, I want you guys to live tweet, live tweet, live tweet, live tweet. Use the hashtag CBNPod. Please, please, please do me that solid. If you're listening to the podcast, be it on the day it drops, the day after, the month, the week, the day, whatever after, that's cool. Go ahead and tweet me, Carefree Blurred. Let me know you're out there listening. Let me know that I'm not talking to my kitchen table, y'all. <laughs> All right, so kick this off. We're going to discuss Lisa Marie Turtle. Now, I'm all about representation. I'm all about inclusion. I'm all about all that good shit. And I thought, okay, I've been out of comics for a little bit. Did the summer series coming into the now new season of Carefree Black Nerd. Why not start with what? I don't know. A comic book character. Well, I don't want to uh, lay into comic book characters and then forget about the uh, related media, which I think is a very important part of the uh, Carefree Black Nerd uh, uh, pantheon, mythos, uh, all that good shit. The thing is, I want to kind of focus more, uh, or uh, or a little bit more than I have been in the past, on the related media part of it. Um, with this being the month of August, um, I'm coming up on the two-year anniversary, so whoop, whoop, kudos to me there. Um, and then I'm also insecure at the time of this recording hasn't started yet but should be starting sometime soon or somewhere around there forgive me time is a social construct <laughs> no but um that being said i want to do a little bit more so i'm going to consider this kind of like a teenage dream series within the carefree black nerd podcast this would be um all about babes and heartthrobs or fly ass honeys and sexy niggas or whatever from way back in your childhood so we're kicking it off with Miss Lisa Marie Turtle. Now, I'll say I first met Lisa, I don't even know when. You know how you grow up and some things you just know. And not just know, of course, I've discovered her at some point in my life. But once you get to middle school, high school, 
grown in college or whatever some shit is just like oh I've, I've just always known this and lisa is one of those things now i will say i know for a fact i first discovered her or met her so to speak on saved by the bell but y'all within doing a little bit of research about my girl lisa who's on play by lark Voorhees, the actress lark Voorhees, i found out which again this is something that i probably have seen but with me being so young it all kind of ran together and you'll understand um what i'm saying later on down the line so even though i first discovered her in saved by the bell that wasn't her first appearance apparently there's a show called good morning miss bliss i don't know anyone out there who uh you got to this point in the recording (laughs) and you know firsthand about good morning miss bliss please tweet me and let me know because i didn't know anything about this damn thing or maybe i did i don't know it's weird so again i first met her say by the bell um let me see i know i got a little fun fact here somewhere or maybe not i don't know oh yes actually i do so lisa is like this uh you know a little rich girl at bayside high blah whatever well originally lisa turtle was supposed to be played uh by a caucasian jewish girl because it was written her character was written specifically to be caucasian and jewish however lark Voorhees aced that goddamn audition and got her that role which is like y'all know that's right up my alley like i'm all up for gender bending race bending changing um different people's um uh able body to differently able people all that good shit i'm all for that shit so to know that this happened way back when is cool as the fuck now again i say i met her in say by the bell but we're going to go over to good morning miss bliss now good morning miss bliss is also known as saved by the bell the junior high years again knew nothing about that (laughs) now this was an american teen sitcom and it aired on the disney channel from 1988 to 1989 um and later it was in syndication as part of the saved by the bells rerun package which again i knew nothing about (laughs) i'm going to be saying that a lot during this episode (laughs) so um Essentially, it is the prequel to Saved by the Bell. Um, Now, the series focuses on the life of a junior high school teacher called Miss Carrie Bliss. She's played by Haley Mills. This is at John F. Kennedy Junior High School in Indianapolis. Um, She was put into morally difficult situations by her work and often served as like the only person that her students could turn to. Now, y'all. (laughs) listen to this her eighth grade students included zach morris a charming manipulative scamp lazy and not a good student and always (laughs) looking for the easy way out uh (laughs) i just think that's so funny um who else we had uh uh oh so zach morris we had lisa turtle she was the rich fashionable girl we had Samuel Powers, a.k.a. Screech, awkward nerd uh, with a crush on Lisa. Mikey Gonzalez, uh, Zach's best friend, who was often a little shy around girls, uh, which sounds completely left field of A.C. Slater, but whatever. Um, and Nicole Nikki Coleman, a smart, outspoken young girl who was good friends with Zach as well. Like, what the <laughs> So me, I'm like beaming with excitement because apparently they, this, like, I'm, Again, 
<laughs> I know that some of this I've probably seen before as a kid, but looking at like doing the research for this as an adult, I'm like, God damn, like this is Disney wasn't playing. It wasn't playing. They said we're gonna lock you motherfuckers in the middle school and take you all the way through high school. <laughs> so this show, um, yeah, good morning, Miss Bliss. Sounds interesting. I wonder if which I should have looked up, I'm sure, before I started recording. But if this is like on Amazon, or on iTunes, um, at the local, I don't know, bookstore or record shop or whatever, I'd like to get my hands on it because it looks as if it was one season. Of course, it ran for one year. And looks like 12 or 13 episodes. So I'd love to get my hands on this, like uh, to, to feed that nostalgia itch that I got going on. <laughs> now, um, uh, Moving moving on a bit, <laughs> focusing on Lark Voorhees. Now, Lark Voorhees is an American actress. She's a singer, a spokeswoman, and a model. Voorhees rose to fame playing none other than Lisa Marie Turtle on NBC sitcom Saved by the Bell. And this was from 1989 to 1993. Voorhees was nominated for the Young Artist Award six times, winning in 1990 and 1993 for her work on the show Saved by the Bell. Cool. Um, Lark was born, uh, Lark Holloway, and this was to Wayne and Trisha Holloway. This was in Nashville, Tennessee. She later adopted Voorhees as her stage name, which is like so fucking cool. I really, something about having a pen name and a stage name, and I mean, people still do it, um, but just uh, being... Having a stage name way back when, before the internet was like huge, you could just like find out any and every goddamn thing about any and everybody. Having that stage name and being able to kind of recreate yourself, not even to be deceptive or to be like running from the law or uh, trouble past, but just to kind of um, adopt the stage name to either give you confidence or give you a leg up or make you feel a little bit better. Like that's, I like that idea that, you know, and it's the same in podcasting. There's a lot of, People with stage names and pen names and uh, hell shit. Beyonce had Sasha Fierce for a time, so like I like that idea of having a stage name. So um, let's see. So Lark has been acting for years. She was a kid, or when she was a kid, rather. They uh, her mom said she used to ham it up all the time. So they started her with like uh, trying to get jobs acting. Hell, and you know we see where it turned out. And she is uh, a very accomplished actress. Now Lark is a brown girl in the sea of whiteness. And, okay, the thing that's interesting to me, and maybe I'm just missing it, and I'm hoping not throughout all this um, uh, research or whatnot, because I've been uh, scouring the ends of the Internet <laughs> for information about these damn people. So we know that Good Morning Miss Bliss was shot or, or mm, took place, rather, in Indiana, where... Saved by the Bell, or it was, I thought it was in California. Now, maybe I'm crazy. Uh, okay, so move, we'll just get into that. Now, Saved by the Bell, this is an American television sitcom that aired on NBC from 1989 to 1993. This is a reboot of the Disney series, Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Now, I'm wondering if, I'm wondering how that happened. Like, was it, hey, y'all. This was a pretty good show, but we got this old lady and anybody come to see you, Otis or Miss Bliss. 
<laughs> Let's see if we can't take the same cast and, and reboot it and repackage it for the kids. They already know these po these people faces. Let's go ahead and, you know, do a series of this or whatever. So <laughs> the show followed the show being saved by the bill, a group of high school friends and their principal, which was ugh, whatever. I don't know. So, um, they primarily focused on lighthearted comedy situations and occasionally touched on serious social issues such as drug use, driving under the influence, homelessness, remarriage, death, women's rights. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is very much the 80s and 90s. You had those signature, this is the AIDS episode, this is the drug episode, this is the blended family episode, this is the divorce. It's just, <laughs> and that's a sign of the times, but I, I have to admit, I, I'm a sucker for it. Like, now I don't... Um, I don't like it done if it's not going to be done right. And I don't think that one episode needs to be just dedicated to this one thing. Like, kind of fold it into the plot if this is something that you want to touch on. Don't let it come out the blue and say, well, this is the trans episode. Bye, trans person. <laughs> you know, your time is done in this show. Like, just kind of fold it in and make it make sense with the show. Don't just shoehorn in some uh, special episode if it makes no sense. But I do like those. <laughs> I'm torn. Now, um, Lisa, again, she was supposed to be a Caucasian woman. And so when I look at, you know, look through my memory and I'm like, oh, I remember seeing Lisa do this, do that, do this and that. And then even looking at, uh, like watching episodes, I can see how this character not necessarily was written for a white woman because, of course, it was. But I can see how you could put a white woman in Lisa's role and the show may not be exactly the same because there are going to be differences because it's two different types of women. But I can see how that would have, um, you could have slid a white woman in that space and it would have just, it, it, it wouldn't have been an issue. I do like having this black girl be this rich um, valley girl who, and then Screech having this like, enormous crush on her over and over. like he was so obsessed with her to the point of like crossing a lot of boundaries but it's a sign of the times this show is not um i don't think it aged well because there's a series of videos i've seen on facebook and on twitter about zach morris being a dick being a bad person and yeah all the evidence is there that this did not age well so getting past all of that other shit we're going to dive into Lark Voorhees, a.k.a. Lisa Marie Turtle. Now, Lisa, and just give a little background, she is 14 to 22, you know, throughout the uh, the cycle of the show. Her status is alive. Of course, she's alive. Her affiliations are Bayside High and Zach Morris, briefly, and Screech Powers, occasionally. Physical description, she's a female with dark brown hair and light brown eyes, and she's 5'3". <laughs> now, Lisa, excuse me, Lisa Marie Turtle is this trendy and talkative, and uh, she's part of this clique at Bayside High, and she is the gossip queen of Bayside High. It was like, uh, this was so corny. It's so... <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it and I still do. Like, I'm sure I haven't done it in quite some time, but I could sit up and watch uh, a Sub by the Bell uh, marathon. I would imagine I could. Um, outside of those videos about Zach Morris or that I've seen online, I haven't 
just watched Saved by the Bell. But for the nostalgia alone, like I think I could stomach watching some episodes of Saved by the Bell. Now, um, she comes from a high-income family. Her father and mother are both surgeons. So, I have this theory, and you've heard it on different episodes. If you're new to this, welcome to my theory, that a lot of shows from the 80s and 90s exist in the same universe. Though they're on different networks, and different people have written them, and whatever, like Martin and Living Single. To me, clear that they're both in this, existing in the same space, in the same time. One's just in New York, one's in Detroit. Um, I also feel like Insecure and Atlanta exist in that very same universe, just in modern 2017-18 and whatnot. This is another show, and I'm sure it's just because I like the show, but Lisa is the thing that, that makes me convinced that this exists <laughs> in that same time, because it gives me a very um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air feel, like, it's though this show was so white i just feel like bayside high is like right there somewhere in the mix like i feel like lisa and will would have crossed paths at least once or twice so <laughs> that's my my um ever going theory of uh of all these black shows existing in the same universe now because of lisa's family's means she always had access to the latest fashions and is knowing what is knowing <laughs> and know when something is in and when it's over. Like this is so <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. So like Jesse and Screech, Lisa has been Zach's best friend since grade school, and some episodes hint that she harbored a small crush on him. Lisa's goal is to be the world famous fashion designer. Now, we're coming to my issues with this character. Yes, she is a sign of her time, much like with Clueless and with Fresh Prince and with other shit from the 80s, early 90s. But all of the research that I found on Lisa was null, like none. It was non-existent. Well, pretty much non-existent. You have a character who was part of this ensemble cast, was the only black character, uh, uh, main black character not like side character reoccurring or whatever and no matter where i went to look for information about her i got her kind of as a secondary character in her research like it wasn't just explicitly this is lisa this is the who what where when and why you know and some expanded freaking background i always got this is lisa in relation to zach like it's it's frustrating because now though this is a character from way back when there's a lot of fan fiction about her there is um a lot of a lot of uh ideas and thoughts surrounding this character because of Lark Voorhees and what was and I I can't confirm this but it's just over doing the research for uh for Lisa about her her being Lark Voorhees being um out of it or um, for lack of a better term, I'll say crazy or having mental issues and whatnot. But it's just like, this is all I'm getting. And this was a character that was around for the whole full run of the Saved by the Bell and part of the Good Morning Miss Bliss, though she was kind of a secondary character there. All that being said, this is my this is why I'm fighting for representation in comics and related media in the writers room though this is a very old show 
if there was maybe someone or two or three who looked like Lisa, who had some of that lived in experience, we could get more. Even now, like I'm sure I could write, I could go through the whole series watching it and then pick out things that may have been said in passing. Oh, Lisa had the brother who she doesn't talk to or something and kind of flesh out this um, backstory of her. But I'm not going to say would it matter because I don't see a Say by the Bell reboot coming anytime soon. But the fact that characters like this in comics and related media who are brown, who are women, who are who have all these kind of strikes against them in the, the larger scheme of things, their history is pushed back or they're not centered. That's an issue for me. Like, it's cool. It's all fine and good that she was originally written to be a Caucasian and Jewish character. Great. That's cute. Right, y'all did blind casting, whatever. You got a black woman in that role. But now, what else? And you can probably have the same argument for Kelly Kapowski or Jesse Spano or whatever. But the thing is, they are a drop in a bucket to so many other characters that are white women that you can choose from. Whereas Lark Voorhees is, um, as Lisa Marie Turtle, is a very small segment of that drop in the bucket. So even if there's limited... Um, backstory on Kelly and on Jesse. So fucking what? Because you can turn to uh, flip open a uh, TV guide from back in 1990 and put your finger anywhere on that page and you're going to find a show that has nothing but, if not 99.9% of women who look like and identify with Jesse and Kelly. But you're not going to do the same thing. You're not going to have the same chances to get a character like Lisa you know doing the same thing and getting someone who looks like and has that lived in experience at lisa slash lark Voorhees has um so this is all fun and good is i'm I'm happy to kind of get this character back out to you know these listeners and the masses and whoever else will stumble upon this podcast but i don't want to ignore the fact that while researching for this character there was not a ton that i found now that's not to say that there's not more out there i've i've googled and 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 scoured the you know from end to end but there may be someone who has better skills than me or who just knows more or knows where to look but i will say for me looking for information about lisa turtle i found very limited um, amounts of research about lisa and a ton of shit about lark Voorhees and a ton of shit about oh is she gone crazy oh is she mental is she this and like i'm not even so all that being said, I love this character. I want I want more <laughs> for a character that's well over decades old. Um I just I, I think she would be a great addition to uh a lot of a lot of the content that's being created now. Okay. So let me take a couple steps back. We I'll get back to that in a minute. So um so now with Lisa Though she wanted to be a world-famous fashion designer, for most of the gang's years at Bayside, one of the running gags was Screech's fruitless attempts to woo Lisa. His romantic feelings for her were not returned, and she often rejected Screech with insults and jokes but still cared about him. Aww. (laughs) So Lisa was not in the mood to fuck around with motherfucking uh, Screech. Now... Again, it's a sign of the times, so I I understand how problematic Screech is. And back then, it was 
a lighthearted, oh, uh, you know, I'm the nice guy, I'm the nerd, and, you know, she doesn't like me, but I'm going to keep on pursuing her. And, and it, it was played for laughs, and it was wacky and fun, and sometimes it's like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? But I get it. It's a sign of the times. Uh, I do like that one Lisa was supposed to be a white Jewish woman, but she ended up being a black woman. I cannot recall if her parents were, if her parents were shown on the show. I want to say they had to have been like this show ran for a while. So it had to have at least one of them had appeared once. I don't recall seeing any, any of them. And I don't see a whole lot about them showing up. Um, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. Now, Lisa is spends a lot of her time fighting off Screech for one, who is just after her and on top of her. And uh, they've known each other since kindergarten. Now, I said kindergarten. <laughs> since kindergarten. <laughs> now, despite her irritation with him, she values him as a friend. So that's cool. And you've seen that several times on the show. Like, even in, shit, in just one episode alone, he could be after her, pursuing her. She's disgusted and irritated, hitting him, fighting him off. And then something happens and it turns on a dime where it's like, oh, well, you're just such a sweet, lovable idiot or something. Which is, I'm not a woman. I don't deal with that type of attention on a daily basis or whatever so i can't really speak to that but i know that that this show didn't doesn't age well based off of that alone <laughs> i can say that much now <clears throat> excuse me unlike the rest of her friends lisa does not have a long-term relationship during high school despite her having countless dates now that's another thing now it's okay i guess to write her in as this Jewish white character, now she's black. But where... I don't know. I don't have the words to express how or what that is. But there's clearly something there, something missing when Kelly can have a long-term boyfriend and her and Zach can flirt and date and whatnot and Jesse can do the same. But then... and by um default zach has that relationship and so does slater because they're you know dating but then you have this character who is not played for laughs who is not screech the lovable idiot the joker and she doesn't have that relationship well she's the main one of the main cast members and she doesn't get that that's an issue for me but you know whatever like i said the show doesn't age well um now screech having her even kind of end up with him i was like to go on dates and shit that's cool but what message is that sending if you wear this girl down enough or aggravate her enough she'll cave into you eventually like that's not that's not cool now um one of the things that happened that also made me just scoff at this damn character's treatment is that she had a short-term romance with zach and then and it was in this episode one episode it was called the bayside triangle triangle excuse me and the issue came down to Zach and Screech. Zach knowing how much Screech was so in love with her. And so he just stopped pursuing her altogether. And it's like, ugh. She doesn't even have a say-so in this damn short-lived romance with this fucking dick of a white man. But whatever. <laughs> I don't know. So um, 
Now, to keep the friendship with Zach, of course, he, you know, whatever, got over her. Now, there's an episode called Screech's Spaghetti Sauce, which involves <laughs> Screech on a date with a girl who is impressed by him, which causes Lisa to be in a state of disbelief and anger. Like, ugh, I don't know. I feel conflicted, y'all. Tell me, do I seem like I'm, I'm for or against this character? Uh, much like most of the people who I'm discussing on this show, I'm against the treatment, but I really do like the character. And what I would love so much, and she kind of puts me in that Jody Landon, um, even Hillary and Ashley Banks and Dion Davenport space, where it's a affluent black woman who, though maybe airheaded, speaking of Hillary, and, you know, a genius, speaking of Jody. And kind of your girl next door within Ashley. Like, they still seem to occupy this similar space where, again, me thinking that a lot of these shows are in this shared universe. Let's say Daria is with real people. I could see all of these girls having run-ins or hanging out with one another. Like, I don't see too much. I don't see them too far removed where there is a girl who is lower middle class or poor or... It, it just they all seem to occupy that same space, which is cool. But then it's like, can we get some variation? Um, though they are a sign of their times, we now do have things like Insecure, um, like Atlanta. We had Girlfriends, so we had where there were there were mixes and representation of different types of black women. But Lisa seemed to be just very. I don't want to say a one note character because I may be it may be nostalgia making me remember her differently. I'll say this listeners if you grew up watching Saved by the Bell not that you watched it religiously but it was playing live while you were a kid or where you could remember tell me what were your thoughts about Lisa like do you remember her um, did she stand out did she seem like the sassy one did the bitchy one the nice one the mean one like what did she come off to you because I, oh, I'm in my own head I have my own thoughts and that's it so I like to get kind of some feedback from you all do you do you remember her fondly um, I will admit that her race is playing a factor in that because again me being a, a young brown boy watching TV having to um see myself in others because I'm watching things that are predominantly white. When I see a brown character on TV, man, woman, trans, whatever, I'm identifying with that character because they look like me. They look like family. Uh, so what, what what are your thoughts? What are your takes on, on Lisa and her treatment? And how did you feel when you first met her or saw her or whatnot? Like, give me, give me some of that because this is a character from way back when. And I'm sure there are some of you who might not know who the hell she is. Hopefully you do now after listening to this. If not, I would implore you to look her up. Uh, do some Googling and do some YouTubing and just and look at Lark Voorhees as Lisa Marie Turtle from way back when. Now, um, another thing that kind of gave her the short end of the stick is that upon graduating... Everyone is doing their own thing. And this is within the realm of the show, uh, Say by the Bell. Lisa is accepted into the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City. Lisa only makes one guest appearance in Saved by the Bell the college years when she visits her former classmates, Zach Screech, Kelly, and AC, uh, at California University in the episode Wedding Plans. Now, I remember watching 
the college years. Because I remember that was around the time where I was so amazed at, okay, so a little bit of history. I remember watching um, A Different World. So I knew, of course, what college was. I knew about black colleges. I just, I knew. Then I remember watching Saved by the Bell. I'll throw in Good Morning, Miss Sunshine, whatever the fuck that was, because I'm, I'm sure I've probably seen some of that. But I remember watching Saved by the Bell, being excited about watching this show about these high school students. Then I remember there was a time, because I was also watching uh, Sister, Sister, and whatever other young shows came on, Boy Meets World and all that. I remember there was a time where all of those shows, instead of ending, just progressed to like being in college. Sister, sister, they went off to Ann Arbor, University of Michigan, Ann Arbor. Uh, Boy Meets World, I forget where they were, but they went off to college too. So I do distinctively remember, because I remember, in another tangent, being at my aunt's house, and it was just me, and it was for the summer. And I would get up in the morning, eat, play outside, do whatever, and I would come in and watch a marathon of Saved by the Bell, the college years, and, and other shows too, like S Club 7 in Miami, I think, whatever. And it might not have been a marathon. It might have just been like four or five episodes, but I was a kid, so it just seemed like a lot. But I remember them being at this like, you know, wood wood paneling everywhere, uh, pool tables and shit and all that. But And for whatever reason, within doing this research, realizing that Lisa was only there for one episode, it's fucking with me because I feel like I may have placed her in the college years show then if what I'm finding because I don't own these DVDs I don't own these VHS's I'm just going off of the research that I found online but I I feel like she was there more but going through all of this and everything that I'm finding telling me no motherfucker she came back for one episode that's my mind playing tricks on me. No, I just, <laughs> I just think that's messed up. Um, yeah, so whatever. She came back for wedding plans. Now, this is after hearing of Zach and Kelly's engagement. Now, in Saved by the Bell wedding lost in Las Vegas, excuse me, Lisa and Jesse were Kelly's bridesmaids for her wedding to Zach. Oh, now Lisa returns to Bayside High along with J- Zach. I was gonna say Jack, <laughs> with Zach and Slater in Goodbye Bayside Part Two. And this is from Saved by the Bell, the new class, where they are all reunited with Screech, who's now working at Bayside on a work-study program. What? How? What the? What? How? Um, in their principal, Mr. Building, when the school is under the threat of being torn down by the alumni. Now, I, I don't know. I'm torn. I like Lisa. I don't like her treatment. It is what it is. Now we're getting to the segment of... Uh, the show where I'm going to go over my fan fiction and all that good shit. What I feel as if this, with all these different reboots, because, you know, they're uh, doing, uh, which is technically a reboot, but they're doing like a Kim Possible live action. Um, I think there was talks about Martin having a reboot, uh, Living Single as well. That's just a bunch of shit. In this age of reboots and extended universes and shit, you could easily capitalize on Lark Voorhees, a.k.a. Lisa Marie Turtle. I say, give me, hmm, let me see, like a blackish feeling or style of a show, or hell, shit, just keep her at 
you know, uh, what is it, 22 years old. Because I was thinking you could go one way where you literally take Lisa from the um, graduation space in the uh, back in the 90s and send her to FIT. Now, with the success of the show Pose on FX, seeing how well they captured 1980s, 87, 88 in New York City with this show, why not do the same goddamn thing? Recast Lisa Turtle re- and, and make her opening of this show, whatever, uh, Lisa Marie, uh, Miss Turtle, whatever the fuck you want to title the show, start from her graduating and saying goodbye to her friends, make them a secondary, not, fuck it, fuck them, don't even make them important, just show things obviously stand-ins of the rest of the group send her ass to uh, to fashion institute of technology and go from there i would love to see some show about this black girl off in new york uh from california making her making her way downtown no making her way through the gritty fashion rough fast-paced streets of new york and seeing this culture shock although she is wealthy coming from being a high school student and, the, and said it all in the 80s, keeping in the, uh, I'm sorry, the 90s, the late uh, the late 80s, early 90s, whenever the fuck she graduated, keep it set in that time period and send her to FIT. Uh, let actual events of the world occur and affect her in this show because hmm, we get sitcoms, we get dramas, we get good shit, but I feel like, and I could be wrong, if so, please tweet me and let me know, there hasn't been a show that has been like a period piece for black people that wasn't shot during that time. Like Martin and Living Single and uh, Saved by the Bell, Saved by the Bell, fuck, um, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air are a snapshot of that moment in time. You know, having these different artists come on and play characters, even the Parkers and, and Moesha and stuff. But this is a way that we can retell this story and do Lisa justice after all of the bullshit she dealt with. Bring in Lark Voorhees, have her play Lisa's mom, or have her be somewhere involved in this show and other black characters that were a part. Like, there's a guy who was in Good Morning Miss, whatever that shit was, Good Morning Miss Bliss, TK Carter. Have him. He was in that goddamn show from way back when. Have him in the show. But take Lisa. From walking across that stage, going to FIT, being in New York, ma- maneuvering, navigating, get her some friends, get her her black friend, get her her Asian friend, get her her uh, her sassy gay friend from the eighties. Like again, with the success of Pose, and I know the content is very different, but seeing how they were able to capture New York in the eighties, I think this is doable, and it would be smart. Like, why not? cater to the people who are consuming this media who are craving seeing themselves yeah we have a lot of representation but there's always room for more (laughs) so this is a character that i feel like deserves it and um shit let me write it yeah whoever the fuck owns the rights to save by the bell let me write this shit give me lisa turtle i can do some shit for you at the very least, even if she turned into a comic book, a graphic series, a, a animated short, whatever, like there's space to use this character and spin her off. I just, I think that would be so dope. <laughs> so, um, yeah, 
But that's that's just me. What do you guys think? Do you think that I am just a sucker for representation and that this character is trash and does not need to be touched again? Or do you think that you could breathe life into this character and go so many different ways with her? Or should go the obvious, which is, hey, we graduated, walked across this stage. Because what I don't need is a reboot where it's just her now. You know, like, Lisa has made it to whatever her, will she be in her 30s, 40s, late 40s or whatever. And now she already went to uh, study fashion and she already did this, she did that. Now she's a mom who's taking care of these kids and whatever else. Like, that's cool. And I think it's working for things like um, like That's So Raven, like Raven's House, the kind of reboot to That's So Raven. That's a funny-ass show, and I love it. That's working out. But I don't want that for this character. Like, let us move with her so that being said i think and this will probably be my pick for so many different characters but ashley blame feathers would be an amazing fucking goddamn lisa marie turtle i just i love her i'm gonna find a way i'll probably put them side by side or something on uh for sure on twitter or on instagram as well i'm going because i just i think oh she's a beautiful brown girl um in california i came across her during the uh, Black and Sexy TV, she played a couple characters on there. She's also on, um, for those of you who don't know, Dear White People. Um, she's just, I just, I love her. And I'm, she can, I've heard her do the little voice. The, she could do the nasally valley girl. Like, oh my God, you know, we're going to go out to the party and play all it. Like, she's, I, she's an amazing actress. And I would love to see her take on this character and see what she would do with her. Because, shit, you... At this point, I'm rambling, but you, I would like to see an evolution of Lisa Turtle from the Saved by the Bell, the Good Morning Miss Bliss to the Saved by the Bell girl to what happens when she went away to school and then even incorporate this one or two appearances that she had being back on the Saved by the Bell cast in college and then for the wedding in Las Vegas. Like, ah. So many things, so much potential for Mrs. Lisa Turtle. <laughs> so yeah, guys, we're going to wrap up here. Um, Lisa Turtle, dope ass character. Let me know. Keep this conversation going. Have you? Did you know anything about this character before listening to this episode of Carefree Black Nerd? Uh, were you fond of her? Did you hate her? Was she a bitch to you when you were a kid? I fucking hated that character. Or did you? fall for her was she your teenage dream was she that beautiful babe from bayside who you just wanted to make out with on make out park whatever uh <laughs> so y'all yeah please tweet me using the hashtag cbn pod live tweet let me know you're listening i like to interact with you guys uh tell a friend and tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast please do thank you i would really 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 appreciate it if you guys could review 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 go into itunes hit me a review a five-star review and go ahead and um let me know what you feel put a little message there man i love your episode on riverdale man i love your black panther man i love your lisa turtle episode or man fuck this shit no (laughs) just no don't do that all in all thank you all for listening as john says you could be anywhere you don't have to listen thank you for coming back and doing that and um tweet me carefree blurred uh you can find me on instagram carefree black nerd snapchat ring coleman if you like to you know, snap me a little something um 
shit facebook there's a facebook group facebook group facebook group facebook page group i don't know i don't know internet <laughs> there is a facebook page for the carefree black nerd podcast please go over there and like it uh talk some shit to me i'll be posting stuff i'm trying to do better i am a one-man band y'all like ti says and uh i'm doing the best i can so <laughs> help me out a little bit guys like tweet me uh uh fucking rev- review rate hit that heart on soundcloud put a little something in the comments let me know you're out there and if you don't want to be so public you can always email me at carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com uh, again this is that one man band man uh yeah <laughs> doing what i do so also please show love to the bynk radio fam at bynkradio.net that will be in, in linked in the show notes and um yeah, I'm back, y'all. So I'm hoping that we can ride through this fall season um, to the wheels fall off or whatever. I don't know. So <laughs> until next time, everyone, please stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay out of Bayside High. If you're Lisa Turtle, get you some more black friends or some people that look like you. Um, you know, go off to FIT and like try to show up a little bit, but then kind of have your own life separate of all these people you had back in high school. And um, that's that. All right. <laughs>